Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we're talking week 10 in the NFL. We're going to go through all the Sunday games here, one by one, knock it off right at the beginning, Jeff. Let's start us off, Cowboys Falcons. And... This one got out of hand quickly. 43 to 3 is the final score for the Cowboys after they got destroyed last week by the Broncos. The NFL's weird. It just is. And this was like 36-3, I think, at halftime, I believe. If I remember, I was watching part of this. And I think it was like 36-3. Yeah, 36-3 at halftime. It was like, wow, this is over quick. And Cowboys didn't have to do much in the second half because of it. Dak actually um, was pulled probably for the most of the fourth quarter, but in the time he did play, he was 24 for 31, 296, two touchdowns, solid day. Funny thing is, even though he had such a great day this time, it's barely better than last week where he scored the garbage time touchdowns <laughs> and he had a terrible game all game. But that's uh, that's fantasy football for you, right? But um, on the ground, Zeke only 14 carries for 41 yards, but two touchdowns and a two-point conversion as well. So that helps Tony Pollard 11 for 42 through the air. It was CD lamb catching six balls for 94 yards, two touchdowns, Tony Pollard, six for 56, Amari Cooper, four for 51. Um, Zeke was three for 15 and Dalton Schultz. If you used him at tight end was one for 14, but good game for CD lamb, Amari Cooper. He, he does this, you know, his up and down stuff. And, you know, funny thing is like, we've talked about this before. Sometimes in these blowout games like this, the numbers are actually much lower than you expect to see on some of the players. And that was the case. Zeke got the two, Two easy touchdowns, and CeeDee Lamb got the other two, so it just went to a couple guys. But Cowboys look good in this one. Yeah, and Atlanta continues the the yo-yo experience of 2021. Uh, I mean, it was it was bad from the get-go. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what to say about it. I, I It's very difficult. I mean, Dallas is 7-2, and two, but I cannot figure out who are the good teams and who are the bad teams right now. I feel like the last two weeks especially have been – all over the board with yep. how teams are going to play and, and who's going to bounce back. But anyway, Matt Ryan, if you had to stream him or something, he had a horrendous day, unfortunately, you know, uh, yeah, Josh really Rosen bad. got to play too. And he was but, terrible in his little yeah. bit of time. Yeah. Nine for 21, 117 yards, two interceptions. And Wayne Gallman actually got the most carries 15 carries for 55 yeah. yards. Cordero Patterson, only four carries for 25. He followed that up with only one catch for 14. So Patterson, not having a good day. The only other one worth even mentioning is Kyle Pitts with four for 60. So as far as he did get seven targets. So just looking at what they were trying to do, but you know, in the grand scheme of tight ends, not the, not the worst thing, but still not very good. So it was, it was very one-sided. Yeah. Just a ugly game. It gets out of hand quick and they can't go to the game plan. Patterson doesn't become involved because of it, but um again this is nfl's like this week to week you never know what's gonna happen falcons aren't very good necessarily but they beat the saints last week they looked better and then they do this so uh, ugly all right how about titans saints here titans win 23 21 god in this one i felt like the refs were trying to give the titans the win on one (laughs) one of these possessions they kept calling well um it was it was just ridiculous i think the saints had a pick they called up roughing the passer. It was not roughing the passer. And that gave Titans the ball back. There kept there was more penalties. It was ugly. And the Titans get the win out of it. Titans are eight and two. They keep just rolling. They keep they win, they win tough games. And, yeah, and they're they're finding ways to win. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, 
for the most part, too. I mean, now the last couple of ones without Henry. And they weren't overly impressive offensively. I thought that maybe there would be more points to get through the air, but that has not happened. Marcus Johnson was actually the top wide receiver in this game for the Tennessee Titans. Marcus Johnson, five for a 100. And after that, I mean... I mean, Deontay <laughs> Foreman had, you know, two catches for 48. It went down from there. Uh, A.J. Brown, only one catch for 16 yards. It, I mean, there's, and there's not much fantasy wise here. No, there was anyway. nothing. Even and Deontay Foreman, very, very interesting. Not only did he have those two catches for 48 yeah. yards, but he also got the, the most carries, 11 for 30 yards. Not that it was very impressive, but he was heavily... I shouldn't even say heavily, but he was used the most. Adrian yeah. Peterson right after him, eight carries for 21. Yep. Um, you know, Jeremy McNichols did get four carries, but only managed to get seven yards. So interesting what they were attempting to do, but really mm-hmm. it came down to defense and knowing that the Saints were kind of struggling on offense as well, not having Kamara and Trevor Simeon. And, you know, they've been kind of piecing it together as well for the most part. So more of a defensive struggle this game. Yep. And then the Saints side here, Simeon was 19 and 34, 298, two touchdowns. Those touchdowns went to uh, Traquan Smith and Marquez Callaway. Um, leading receiver was actually yardage wide. Deonta Harris was three for 84. Mark Ingram and Smith had the most catches with a fur. Actually, no, Trauman had the most catches with five. Adam Trauman had five. Ingram and Smith had four catches. Ingram he had a hundred and hundred and eight total yards and a touchdown in this one. Now, without Kamara in there, he had to play. You know, he played decent. He played decent. That's I wasn't saying he's anything spectacular, but he showed he has a little bit more in him than we thought than was being shown on the Texans this you know earlier this year. But it, it, you know what? You just have to feel like sometime they're going to try to use Taysom a little more, right? I mean, and Trevor Simeon did not play poorly. No, he, he, was, just, he was fine, but it's just still not, I don't think not that is the way that they're yeah. exactly. They're not going to win games that way. Um, so I, I do think you're going to see him play quarterback a little more. They, they played him for, I mean, he threw the ball at least twice. I don't know how many snaps he actually took under center. And then he got three rushes and he got one catch. They targeted him twice. So they're trying to use him in that, in that role. Uh, I, I keep wondering when they're going to give him the green light and say, we're going to go full out with Taysom and let's, Let's really give it a, a try. I, yep. I, I don't know. I can we'll only see. imagine it's going to happen very soon. All right, next up, Colts in Jacksonville. Colts win 23-17. Carson Wentz was probably a popular screaming option this week in fantasy, but he went 22 of 34 for 180 yards, no touchdowns. So he didn't do much. He just didn't get you many points. And they didn't have to because early on they took a big lead. They actually came close to almost losing the lead. But Jonathan Taylor was great in the first quarter, just dominant in the first quarter. He had about 90 yards rushing and a touchdown in the first quarter and kind of was shut down after that. But he still ended up with a good stat line, 21 carries, 116 yards, and a touchdown caught six balls for 10. That, oh, God, that's a PPR nightmare for me right there. Oh, six catches for 10 yards. You get six points off those 10. Oh, my God. Oh, all right. But Michael Pittman led the way, five catches, 71 yards, but they didn't really have a – it wasn't a big passing day for him. So that was as big as they got, but they get the win. So, hey, Jonathan Taylor's probably, at this point, the best fantasy back in the league. Um, Still, I'm, he is over, over McCaffrey. Yeah. Talk, <laughs> right now, I think he would be number one. Uh, Jacksonville, Trevor Lawrence, 16 of 35 for 162. No touchdowns, no picks. On the ground, James Robinson had 12 carries for 57 yards. Got himself a touchdown. 
in that one in the later on in the fourth Jamal Agnew, three carries 79 yards. One was a 66 yard touchdown. And the leading receiver was Dan Arnold five for 67. Kind of an ugly offense. Yeah. It, once again, one of those games that got out of hand early and then, then no one yeah. has to do much on offense. They're just yep. kind of, you know, anyway, so not a whole lot to see there again. <laughs> no, it just isn't. All right. How about Patriots Browns Patriots win 45 to seven. And you know what? Bill Belichick's a pretty good coach. <laughs> yeah. People didn't know, you know, last week, last year, Brady wins the super bowl. Patriots didn't look that great. People were all down on him, but you know what? He gets a quarterback in there that he can use. That's, you know, steady and look at happens. I mean, Mac Jones is looking really good here. 19 of 23, 198 yards, three touchdowns, just very solid. He's, he's not flashy, but he's just, he's a very solid quarterback. They're six and four and they're just getting better and better on the ground though. Ramondre Stevenson, uh, preseason darling of ours, like to talk about him. Then it didn't look like it was going to happen. And now Damian Harris goes out and Stevenson gets his real is is a real opportunity here. And he gets 20 carries for a hundred yards and two touchdowns. I, I love to see it. Don't know what it means though, for if Harris is back next week, but with the Patriots, you could see them just going right back to Harris and Stevenson not being involved, but he was involved last week a bit. I don't know how it's going to play out, but this could be actually a fantasy nightmare, to be honest, for anybody that has Harris and anybody who think, oh, maybe I found something in Stevenson. And I don't really know. I don't know how it's going to play out. Yeah, no idea. I think this is the first time where I could see them going back to the single back. Uh, usually, you know, whoever has a hot hand, they're willing mm-hmm. to use them. But I do think that this might be the first time where they go right back to Harris. <laughs> but you're they, they could. Always in the back of your head, like, okay, when's Stevenson going to get a few carries? What if he starts getting five, six? We don't know. And yep. the, the other one was, what, what was Bolden going to do, right? Because he was kind of in there and we're kind of, you know, if they, they this one was very interesting because I was wondering if Bolden, because of his wide receiving skills coming out of the backfield, if he was going to be heavily targeted, but I didn't expect them to whoop on Cleveland so badly. <laughs> so he didn't really get to show that much. He only got three carries, but turned it into 32 yards. And he got three targets, which he caught all three and turned that into 38 as well. I'm still not completely writing off him having a uh, a useful role in this mm-hmm. offense, but it's very difficult to figure out what they're going to do. Um, speaking of Mac Jones, he has looked pretty good for a rookie and, and for you know being six and four now. I do wonder if it would help to get a little more help like in the wide receiving range. <laughs> I know he's really taken to Hunter Henry. That guy, all he does is catch touchdowns. Two more. I love it. But but Jacoby Myers and Kendrick Bourne, at least they both produced today. Jacoby Myers not... got his first touchdown in the, in the pros today. First touchdown in the NFL. Was that really in yeah. the NFL? Yeah. Oh, wow. I yeah. didn't even know that. Yeah. Big celebration after he scored it. Like the whole team came out there. Pretty cool. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah. But man, yeah. Uh, maybe this is, you know kind of something to to see coming but I, I don't really know I think that they're going to be going back and forth and they'll they'll rely on that defense heavily but the whoever is the primary back there is going to be useful yeah they will Stevenson looked really good today though so yep. even though I, I I could see them going back to Harris because he's the safety blanket you know exactly what we're going to get out of him Stevenson definitely can carve out a role and we all know that Bilicek will use him if he can do every, all the things right yep uh, for Cleveland, Baker left this one with a knee injury, but he should be fine for next week. But I don't. It's against the Lions. That was looking like a great streaming option at one point. I don't know how you feel now, but 
Baker was 11 for 21 for 73 yards, a touchdown and a pick. Case Keenum came in and played after him, didn't really do much. Dearness Johnson did look pretty solid, and it was he had most of his yards early, though, again, too. He had a good first quarter, I think it was, and kind of didn't have didn't, – they got way down, and they couldn't really – it just it wasn't great after that, but 19 carries, 99 yards. He looked good. He looks good when he gets opportunities. He really does. Um, he was he was yeah. one of those guys that you were wondering if if the Titans would go after him like a young and upcoming right. kind of guy. Well, I should say also had seven catches for fifty eight yards, right? So mm-hmm. just a just a really good game when he gets opportunities, good. But then he doesn't seem to get any opportunities when Chubb's back. So that's it. I mean, Jarvis Johnson was the only, only offense today. This I mean, without him, there's just nothing there. All right, how about Bills Jets? Went about as expected. This is how the Bills should treat these teams, not like they did against Jacksonville last week. They had a little bit of a wake-up call, I felt I feel like, and like, all right, we got to figure that we got to do something right this time. 45-17 win. Josh Allen, 21 and 28, 366, two touchdowns. He did throw a pick, but overall solid game. Those touchdowns went to Diggs and went to Matt Burita. But Diggs, there's the there's the Diggs we know and love, right? Eight catches, 162 yards, touchdown off 13 targets. Big, big day for him. Gabe Davis, three for 105. Sanders, two for 27. Like I said, Matt Breda, three for 22. Dawson Knox comes back and only goes one for 17 in this one. On the ground, it was Singletary, seven for 43 and a touchdown. Matt Breda, three for 28 and a touchdown. Zach Moss, seven for 27 and a touchdown. Uh, McKenzie scored. I say McKenzie scored a touchdown too on the ground. Uh, yeah, you don't, you're not playing anybody in this ground game. You might have played, if you played Moss, you get a touchdown, great, but that's about all you, you don't want. You don't want to play anybody. They're, they're going to use a lot of these guys. Um, but great to see Diggs playing like that. That's what we've been waiting to see all year. It really hasn't yeah, happened. That's why it's so hard to move away from him or trade him or do anything like that because he's so dangerous. When when you look at the stat line, you're like, God, he can do that every single week if you want to. Yep. And on the other side of it, yeah. Mike White, welcome um, to the NFL finally. There, there goes the, <laughs> the the Mike White is better than Zach Wilson talk. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Brutal day for him. Um he plays, you know, 24, 44, 251, four picks. Um, garbage time here. Michael Carter gets a touchdown late. He has only 16 carries for 39 yards. He did go four for 43. So he had 82 total yards. So he gets himself a touchdown in garbage time, which if you played him, you actually had a good outing. And Elijah Moore also caught a very, very garbage time touchdown. And it was like two minutes left, if, if that, from Joe Flacco. Three for 44 and a touchdown for Moore. So he really, I mean, it ends up being double digit points, but it was extremely late before we actually got on the board. So that's not a great sign, but we'll see, you know, see what how it goes next time. All right. How about Lions Steelers? What about this thing here? 16 16 tie. Lions had a chance to win it in overtime with a field goal that looked like a high school kicker kicked it to me. I mean, who is Santoso? I've never, I'm a Lions fan. I don't know this guy. I had no idea who he was. Well, he sounds I, like a lion. Oh, man. <laughs> Good old Lions, man. I love it. Hey, we can't go 0 17 what? if you tie. I was gonna say, does that count? <laughs> they're not, they're they're not <laughs> you you don't you didn't like it's not technically you went winless. <laughs> like if they, they can still go winless, they can still go winless, but yeah, yeah. But <laughs> God, I was like, just get the one win and then move on. That'd be great. Yep. Oh, oh, oh well, Jared Goff's bad. He was 14 and 25, 114 touchdowns or 114, no touchdowns, no picks. He's just, they, they don't trust him at all, at all. Like not even slightly do they trust him. No. And I know and it was it raining, shows. but come on, man. <laughs> just yeah. A few more. That would have been great. Uh, yeah. Someone you can get excited about DeAndre Swift really showed out today. It was pretty nasty weather, but he got 33 carries, 
way more than he usually does. Turned it into 130 yards. A lot of it was getting snuffed. You know, he was finding room when he could. Um, but he he was the only impressive one. He turned three catches into five yards. But, you know, I'm on St. Brown, four catches for 61, and then there was nothing else. So there was no yeah. passing game whatsoever, uh, no, pretty much none. on either side. I mean, Pittsburgh did a little bit better. I mean, Rudolph threw the ball 50 times. But I don't please. know how that's possible. <laughs> when you look times at times and you only get 242 yards. Yeah. But um, yeah, Najee ran the ball a lot, 26 carries, 105 yards. Um, he caught four for 28, 133 yeah. total yards for Najee Harris. You just love like give me over 20 carries, yeah. you'll be fine. That's what I say. We talked about him last week. He's just he's solid, 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 right? That's what he is. He's Touchdown would have been nice. He got a touchdown called back on a holding call, which was a little disappointing, but hey, good all-round day. Deontay Johnson was 7 for 83. Ray Ray McLeod, 9 for 63. Fryermuth 5 for 31 and fumbled the fumbled the game away to tie it there at the end. So, yeah, that was a fun, ugly game. Ugh. Yeah. Luckily, yeah. I watch Red Zone now. Um, <laughs> all right. How about uh, Bucks washington Here we go. This was a surprise. Washington wins 29-19. Again, this is what happens in the NFL these days. Washington did not he didn't expect them to get this thing, this win, but Heineke goes 26-32, 256, a touchdown. Antonio Gibson, a lot of volume, not many yards, but two touchdowns. 24 carries, 64 yards. He had two catches for 14, but two touchdowns. And you know, he's if he's in your lineup, he's, he's not there's a lot of lineups he is not in currently. You know, people are starting to not play him as much, but that got a Solid day there. Terry McLaurin, six for 59. DeAndre Carter got himself a touchdown, three for 56, but they get the win. So solid there. Bucks, just not, not a good day for them. Brady, 23, 34, 220, two touchdowns, two picks. One of the touchdowns went to Mike Evans, and it was a 40 yarder. And uh, Cameron Brake caught one on his one for six. Godwin played seven for 57. Leonard Fournette was 11 for 47 on the ground and eight for 45 catching the ball. But I think the Bucs just put this one behind them and don't think about it again. Yeah. I, I, it's always nice, actually, with, with Tampa Bay, someone like Tom Brady, I always feel like they really do take a loss personally. This will not throw them into a, like a tailspin. I think that next game coming up will be a huge bounce back. It just seems to happen for a really good quarterback. So right. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. How about Panthers-Cardinals? This was a surprise. Panthers win 34-10. I mean, Cardinals didn't have Kyler, didn't have Hopkins. Hopkins. There's other injuries too, but still, 34, um, what, no Chase Edmonds, obviously. So there's a lot of injuries there, but still you don't expect a 34-10 win from Carolina, who's now 5-5. Five and five. Even they started the year good, 3-0, and right? Sucked for a while. Now they're 5-5, five and five, actually, still in a shot here. Yeah. And now they have Cam Newton. They back do. And you would expect to see a little bit. You'd expect to see Cam probably next week. I have, I have a pretty good feeling he could or their next game out. He's going to be their quarterback, you would think. Yeah. And this and one, he got yeah, he got and, a little I, bit of run. Yeah, and I, I joked about uh, what this meant for Robbie Anderson. And immediately, <laughs> he only throws four right passes. Right away. One of them's a touchdown yeah. to Robbie Anderson. <laughs> right. So I, I don't know if that's real or not, but it definitely opens the door to say, because he was terrible all yeah. year, just absolutely awful. And I realize why, you know, everything yep. you can blame Darnold all you want, but he was awful as well. Now you can actually go and try to pick him up and see if mm-hmm. you can salvage his, his year. You know, he's going to desperately want to. And Cam Newton is obviously going to be a better guy throwing Cam, the ball than Darnold was. Cam gets you two touchdowns and there's a little bit of time today. Kind of nice. Um, I love to see it there. McCaffrey, 161 total yards. 
just he does his McCaffrey things, no touchdowns again. That's the only thing I guess we got to look at. Will will Cam steal any goal line touchdowns from McCaffrey? That'll be the interesting I, thing. No, I don't. I mean, maybe maybe a little bit, but I don't think that will be a main a main point. Of, no. You know, if you're really like a QB sneak on the one, sure. But everything else, I think that I don't think that they're going to be well trotting Cam, and, you know, Cam to out there to you know right. break his legs. Again. In this one, um, so Cam gets one. I think uh, Hubbard caught one, or ran one, and yeah, he ran one in too. So yeah, there, there's two that usually go to McCaffrey, not today, but Arizona. There's really not much to take away from this thing. Um, Cole McCoy was who cares about him for fantasy? <laughs> he got hurt. Uh, James Conner gets a late touchdown, which is good for you if you played him. So he ends up with. Uh, what 64 total yards and a touchdown so it makes that a solid day christian kirk seven for 58 just not not a good game again they're going to put this one behind him not think about it again yeah they're, they're just waiting for everyone to get healthy yep all right vikings chargers vikings win 27 20 kirk cousins look he was dc he was on the the good kirk cousins today 25 37 294 two touchdowns those touchdowns both went to tyler conklin on the day there not much else but hey Tyler Conklin gets a get some touchdowns. He won a DraftKings pool that I was in for freaking John yeah, one. Go. John won, Jeff. John yeah. won. Because of Tyler oh, no. Conklin. I finished second. Uh, Tyler Conklin. But all right. Dalvin Cook, 24 carries, 94 yards, and a touchdown caught three for 24. Justin Jefferson, nine for 143. Thielen, five for 65. So, you know, this is, the, this is the good Minnesota team you like to see. Everyone kind of gets involved. Thielen, you know, doesn't get a touchdown. That's what he would need to usually have a bigger day, but just, you know. They can play well at times like this. The Chargers think, side of things, Justin Herbert, 20 of 34, 195, a touchdown and a pick. So Herbert's actually played fantasy-wise poorly in three of his last four games. So yeah, He's it, been very yeah, up and down. La- last week he was great, 35 total points. Um, the week before that was 17. The week before that was 13. And then today was 14. So he said three out of four days, bad. He said... So well, on the year, really, he's played nine games out of nine games. He's had five games under 18 points. Yeah, he's been very up and down. And that's mm-hmm. why I don't trust on really throwing him out there. I, and you, you're going to if you if he's your quarterback, you're going to. You're, but if you have another I one, I don't know if I would. I mean, it depends on who else you have. Yeah, yeah. It, there's a lot of other options that you could play over Herbert. The, the problem is not all of them offer this, you know the ceiling that he does like it is sky high like he could go off for 50 points but you can you can get these where it's sub 20 well, on, on standard and here's his here's his schedule coming up it's P- plays pittsburgh plays at denver plays at cincy you know those aren't ones where you're not going to probably play him but you don't necessarily like you can see him not maybe doing well it's not a sure thing but then he goes to the giants in week 14 you like that one but i don't know the next three weeks like at denver in two weeks even that doesn't sound great. Just doesn't, you know, against Pittsburgh no. next week. I don't love it. We'll see how he does, but yeah, he's definitely been struggling a little bit. Eckler had 11 carries for 44 yards, three catches for 15. And one of them was for a touchdown. So he got a good day because of that. Keenan Allen eight for 98, Mike Williams four for 33. This is the old Mike Williams, not the the new and improved Mike Williams. We thought we had that one was just um, a mirage. That one wasn't real. Yeah. And, and with Herbert, you know, him going up and down, that is, that is the one person that you know is really decimated. I don't understand. I don't get it. We saw in those games, the guy's legitimately a good player. There, that wasn't fake. There, it's not It's not fake, right? Like, it can't be. He's good. He, he's good. 
you do wonder uh, if they change up their coverages and that yeah. was enough yeah. to throw him off. But that guy is all he's so he's very fast, he's very tall. I don't and and Herbert has shown to be a good quarterback as well. I mean, last year and in, in games this year, I don't understand how you don't have you don't take deep shots to him. And I know they do, but it just feels like I don't know that something feels off. I don't know what exactly it is, but there should not struggle to get that big of a wide receiver more catches during the game. Yep. All right. Next up, what do we got? Eagles, Broncos. Broncos won big last week against the Cowboys and then do this where they don't really do anything here. Eagles, uh, Jalen Hurts was 16 to 23, 178, two touchdowns and a pick. He ran the ball 14 times for 53 yards. Um, on the ground for Philadelphia, it was just a split between Howard and Scott, and they were just, yeah, 12 carries for 83 for Howard, 11 carries for 81 for Boston Scott. It's crazy that Miles Sanders couldn't do anything here when you see what these guys have been doing. I know. We'll see and what everyone, happens. Everyone's getting, everyone's getting carries now. <laughs> yep. uh, Devontae Smith, four catches, 66 yards, and two touchdowns. So that was a good one. Dallas Goddard, two for 28, left this thing with a concussion, I believe, and didn't come back. So, but yeah, the ground game keeps looking good for the Eagles. They're, they're four and six on the year, but everyone seems to be still in it. And I bought the same record uh, for the Broncos. Teddy Bridgewater, 22 of 36, 226, no touchdowns, no picks. Javante Williams, eight carries, 48. Gordon, nine for 45 and a touchdown. That split just continues as well. So it, that's not going away. And leading receiver on the day was Albert O. Never going to try to pronounce his name. <laughs> I was going to say, I was waiting for it. <laughs> Albert O. We'll just call for, him Albert. Uh, we Albert O. Three for 77. Fant was five for 59. Jerry Judy, six for 48. Sutton, two for 29. Pitcher Patrick, three for 14. So not much there. All right. Final game of the day for us to talk about. <laughs> I don't know what happened here either. Packers win 17 to nothing over the Seahawks. Seahawks fall to three and six which is terrible. And this is with Russell Wilson back. So for the Packers, Aaron Rodgers, 22 of 37, 292, no touchdowns and a pick. So it wasn't really much fantasy wise here for Aaron Rodgers. On the ground, AJ Dillon, 21 carries, 66 yards, two touchdowns. Aaron Jones was seven for 25 before he left, which was early reports were sprained MCL. So um, we'll see what that means. It looks like it's going to be AJ Dillon's backfield for a bit. So yeah, what I'm this, this could be a Big blow to all of Aaron Jones' owners. If you did not have his handcuff, this could be a real problem. <laughs> yeah, definitely could be. Uh, Devontae Adams, seven for 78 through the air. And A.J. Dillon, two for 62. So A.J. Dillon had 128 total yards and two touchdowns. Good day for him. Probably wasn't used very many places, but he will be next week. For the Seahawks, Russell Wilson comes back. Goes 20 of 40, 161, two picks. Ugh. Not good. Um, Alex Collins, 10 for 41 on the ground. Gerald Everett led the way, 8 for 63. DK Metcalf had 3 for 26, and Tyler Lockett, 2 for 23. Not not good. Not good for the Seahawks today. No, it was bad. First game back for Russell, and Green Bay is a very good team. They you can Their defense is really legit. They're, they can really hold people as long as their offense can do a little bit. It goes a long way. Very surprised Aaron Rodgers wasn't I mean, I guess he wasn't I, – I thought he was going to be a little bit better coming off of the, the rest, whatever you want to call it. Right. But yeah, very, very strange. Yeah, very strange. Green Bay gets the win. I guess that's all they care about. But um, I don't know. Moving forward, 
anyone on this, because I feel like there's a lot of different people on this list that people are going to be looking to Devonte Adams, uh, obviously not quite the, uh, numbers people were hoping for. Um, even like even this, the past few weeks, how do you view him going into the playoffs? And, um, and then we'll get to the, the wide receivers of Seattle, as I think people are going to be wondering about what to do with them as well. You know, the interesting thing about the Packers is they've like all of a sudden feels like they become this defensive team who aren't just airing it out anymore. Right. A little more on the ground where I mean, I'm Devontae Adams is still what, I don't know. Is he still, you're, he's still probably going to be ranked as like the top receiver, if not top three, but it's not as clear cut. Sure thing. It right now, just the way they've been playing, they're playing great. What they're doing is working, but it's just, they're not throwing They're They're just not throwing the ball all around right now. Which is fine. I'm, I'm not too worried about it, though. I'm you're going to get some real big games from Devonte Adams for sure. Um, it's just interesting the way this defense has come around here, and you know they they're just playing well. So what is what is Adams? I'm just going to pull up his numbers here quick because I know he's not really been getting um, touchdowns recently. The last couple of games, right? Last two games, no touchdowns. Even before that, so he's only he hasn't had a hundred yard game since week five where he went off for 11 for 206 that's four games where he's 89 76 42 78 that's yeah, a little bit of a stretch and a love but the targets are there right 14 targets last week 11 this week yeah no worries plays minnesota plays the rams hmm. by week but then he goes chicago week 14 baltimore Cleveland. that's not the easiest schedule in the world i don't know it's um scheduled in actually schedule kind of scared me <laughs> In a way, it's not not the easiest in the world. It doesn't scare necessarily scare me, but yeah, he's gonna be fine. It's Devontae Adams. Yeah. You know, this is the worst you're gonna get, right? Seven for seventy-eight. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to go away from from yeah. him. Um, speaking of people, you go away from though. Uh, how do you actually feel like? I know it's it's Russell's first game back from the the finger injury. Yeah. So you're wondering how it's gonna affect his throw. I mean, he he didn't play great, so I think that it did affect him a little bit. Oh, it it, it had to. It yeah. really had to. That's where it, he's not going to come out and say it affected him, but it affected him. But yeah. I'll say this. The last full game he played, he was only 16 to 23 at 149 yards. So in the week three, he only had 18.6 fantasy points. So maybe we're, it's not such a sure, sure thing, but Arizona next week, they I mean, they gave up 30 to the Panthers. Not too worried. Washington, I guess they just beat the Bucks and shut them down 19 points. It seems like an easy matchup, but maybe not. Um, San Francisco, Houston, not, they should be fine. Again, it's, I, I think that finger is really playing a big factor is a big factor here. I would say, uh, you know, he's going to be fine when he gets healthy, but if, I guess if you're playing, it's not as easy to get healthy. Right. Right. And well, here's the thing too, he's playing and maybe, you know, I guess, where does he rank? Like how much does he fall down where you can slot someone in healthy and over him? And right. then what does that do to DK and, and lock it? Because if, if you don't think yeah. that he's going to have 200 yards passing, you don't feel really good about the uh, amount of, you know, well, amount of points they can put up. He's probably 10 to 15 range right now at quarterback. That's probably, I think I ranked him 10th this week and mm-hmm. he'll probably be lower than that next week, probably 10 to 15. Yeah. It's a little bit of a worry for Metcalf and Lockett. They need touchdowns to survive right now. Cause you can imagine a scenario where if Chris Carson's back next week, they're really going to rely on Chris Carson and try to go that route. So he didn't play this week. We thought maybe he'd be active. He wasn't. Alex Collins just can't get the job done. But I can see them definitely relying on the run game a little more than, you know, putting a little bit. The ceiling might not be as high for these pass catchers anymore. 
first for a, for a bit here, they, if they, that finger has to be an issue. You can see it has the, it has the splint on it. Like it's just, it's, it's on his throwing hand. How can it not be an issue? It's an issue for sure. So, all right, that's going to do it. The only, well, there's one more, there's a game going on right now. Chiefs Raiders chiefs seem like they're getting right a little bit. Just entering the fourth quarter in this one, um, 27, 14 lead for the chiefs. Mahomes has over 300 yards already start of the fourth. Like to see it. Let's say Mahomes numbers here quick. 31 of 46, 308, and three touchdowns. That's Patrick Mahomes for you right there. You know, Tyree Kill, seven for 83, two touchdowns. Kelsey, seven for 89. You'll love it. There, there we go. That's the Chiefs, right? Yep. That's 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 what I love to see. So yeah, that's what you want to see for sure. Yep. Uh, you're wondering, uh, it'll be interesting to see what the you know the Raiders do in the fourth quarter in order to yep. try to throw them off their game. But if they haven't tried to you know, blitz the crap out of them yet. I highly doubt that they're going to be able to get to no, them. So that's, I think it's going the wrong way for them. Yep. No, but I'd love to see that from the Chiefs. But all right, that'll do it. We'll be back with waiver wire for you tomorrow. Talk to you guys then.